Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, David, and right there behind me is my partner. Philip. Whose, na- whose name is what? Yeah, I, I, well, I'm sorry. I- <laughs> there was a pregnant pause there. W- very, what's that all about? A very pregnant pause. And uh, I just didn't know. I thought that what you I thought you were going to introduce me for me and then I would have to go with something else. So I, I apologize. I should have known it was perfect. And I failed on the finish. If we were synchronized swimming, I just did a belly flop while you seamlessly dived into mm. the pool. Yes. Well, there is my partner, Philip, <laughs> my partner in podcasting, in other endeavors, in sports analysis, and of course, sex. Yes, we are partners in uh, sex. Um, yes. Tag out. <laughs> uh, how are you? How are you on this fine eve for you? Afternoon for myself. I am as rotten as those pumpkins that were out on Halloween. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. I had an audition and oh, it was really yes. big. Oh, yeah. And it didn't go well. I, <sighs> I very much believe that I blew it. You, I could tell that I didn't make a good impression. And it was just gut-wrenching. But here we are to host this podcast. And uh, we move Not on. Not wrench your gut. We move on to the next one. That's just the the life I live. How are you, Phil? Uh, I didn't have any auditions, luckily. Uh, so that's, that's step one. But other than that, just woke up and I'm um, wearing a beanie. I, I will say I finally gave in. I think this was a few episodes ago. But I finally gave in to opening up my hat hat box that I've kept stashed away while moving. And uh, mm. this is why you've seen me wearing hats more and more, because normally I have to go do something with my hair, which I absolutely hate not doing it while not showering. So which means, oh, I should go shower, which means I need to wake up a couple minutes earlier in order to do the podcast, which is just unacceptable. I want people to get the raw me. I want people to get the unfiltered Philip without the coffee beans even though I don't drink coffee normally. I want to give them the rawness. You heard it here. Raw dog. He wants to give it to you raw. Now, in the spirit of my failed audition and the bitter disappointment that came with it, we thought we'd talk (laughs) about all the things that left us just feeling broken and shattered on the inside. In life, in film, in whatever. Yes, we go along to certain categories, certain subjects. The first one, it's an easy one for us. We always fall back on it, but we do love it. It's what connects you and me personally. Uh, One of the many things, cinema. So what, David, is something that disappointed you to the point of perhaps depression, just crushed your soul? What's something in cinema that was disappointing, to say the least? Look, I, I don't know how you're expecting me to choose. I mean, obviously, I had to choose something that is that is close to my heart, because otherwise, how could it really disappoint me to to a great extent? So I don't know how you're expecting me to choose between Game of Thrones and Star Wars. It's just both of them just tore my heart out with how terribly they turned out. Game of Thrones in season seven and eight, and Star Wars with the sequels, just the way they they tore everything that I love to shreds. Ah, what about you, Phil? Well, you stole mine, but I'll go more into depth. Of course, Star Wars Episode Nine specifically. Why don't, why don't we Let's... let this be- become a become a conversation? 
because sure. I, I'm I'm well. I, let's let's just rip rip so, this to shreds together. So, How about that? Absolutely. So we we d- uh, disagree on the disappointment of episode eight because you thought it was disappointing as well, but nowhere near on the level of nine. Correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was disappointing. I just didn't think it was a it was very well written. For example, I didn't mind the direction that it went, but I didn't think it was well written. I thought the characters felt like underdeveloped. I thought so I thought it had a lot of weaknesses. My problem with it was not where it went in terms of the story. It was just... So you that's where you feel on episode eight. I th- was refreshed by episode eight. I was excited for where, again, the direction of the, of the Star Wars Chronicle was going to be going. And I very much enjoyed what they did with the established characters, how they reinvented and re- re- uh, rejuvenated the the story and even though yes it was like a, a brush off of old things for a lot of certain elements and i certainly can admit uh what's her name princess leia floating around like mary freaking poppins doesn't help i can agree with that uh even though none of those exist or all those things existed i was very excited for the conclusion of of the of the newest and last trilogy i, I suppose last they might do a new trilogy but it, it won't be with but the it Luke won't skywalker. be about the skywalkers no yeah correct correct and so now we get to episode nine well before we and do you, that hold on mm-hmm. i think the entire trilogy as a whole was what is is guilty and I, I just think that the way that the story ends after after in I mean, in Return of the Jedi, right? By creating sequels along the same story arc, you know, continuing that arc, you you completely nullify most of what happened in that original trilogy. You 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 completely nullify the sacrifice that those characters made by just saying, well, they fa-, like it did. They didn't actually succeed. They failed and. You know, so it it completely destroyed. If you actually consider those things canon, then it completely destroyed what came before. Which I, believe I, 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 in my in my mind, the sequels are not canon. I, I can't. I just can't do that to myself. You cannot with the now, canon. I'll admit that the you know the Force Awakens was was very much entertaining. I I had a lot of fun when I saw it at the cinema. For the most part, Episode Eight, uh, the Last Jedi, was as well. Rise of Skywalker had almost no merits. So episode nine, my biggest problems is the flip-flopping, not only within the uh, episode or movie itself, but also just how it flip-flopped even within the, its own trilogy, let alone, of course, its place in Star Wars. So now, man, how do I say a lot of this without spoiling things? I think the fact that you hear within the trailer the Emperor Palpatine's voice already, that was a bad that was a bad sign for me. I was very worried when that was the when that was the last reveal there in the trailer. And that gave me cause to pause. Going into the film, I was still excited, still wanted to see everything, but the fact that there were a few deaths that were so blatantly just just thrown away under the rug and then meaningless because they came back to life moments later. Moments. There were just there was so much wrong with the film, and so much wrong with what they expected. They tried to fulfill fan service along with, along with just creating a basic Star Wars film without 
doing anything more, especially with the and just throwing away what the previous movie had done, throwing away everything that the previous movie had done, being like, no, 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 we we can't, we can't. This and is that's still the thing. Star Wars film. You can't create a trilogy without creating a trilogy. What they did was create three individual movies. They they yes. did no planning for past the first movie when Greatest they made the first movie. Sin of that trilogy. It was oh my god! It was just I I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, now, let's Game move of along. Thrones. Kind of along the same lines, not as much. Yeah, it's not where it went. Well, it is actually just so much of that went wrong and they destroyed character arcs. They rushed everything. Everyone besides the showrunners, pretty much everyone wanted about three more seasons, full sure, length it, seasons, including George R.R. R. Martin, HBO, the fans, obviously. And you know what? The actors too. The uh, maybe they said, "Oh, yeah, I'm ready to move on to other things." Like they would have said no to to that amazing paycheck they were getting every every episode of Game of Thrones. So yeah, what are most of them doing now? They are not relevant anymore. I know a couple of them have made it into the MCU, and couple they're doing a few movies here and there. But meh, I mean, they're not they're not household names, or they're not their names aren't around nearly as much anymore. Essentially, I think it boils down to once the source material dwindled, once the source material was gone, there is a clear correlation with the quality of the show. All right, moving along, let's go to life. Things in life that disappointed us. A big list, huge list. I'll start us out. For me, I'm going to go with college. And I realize uh, that this might be controversial in some respects, but for me... It wasn't nearly as party-induced or as complicated as I believed. Subjective, I know. That's a statement that's very subjective because for some, it is party-induced. You go join Kappa Beta Alpha, and then it's party all night, drink all day. Or, you know, if you're a part of the honors college of whatever college you go to, of course, it's going to be challenging more so. I, however, am speaking for myself. The challenging part of college was not grasping the concepts was not grasping the intelligence or education of the content for which I was learning. It was just the massive overload of information of all eight things coming at me and having to do all the busy work, just the the mindless numbing busy work. And I believe college now more so than ever, college more so is just now about actually just doing it. It's a degree in like multitasking and being able to do it more so than necessarily the complexity or things that you cannot learn without finding out yourself. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I actually really missed that party aspect of of <laughs> of university. I never happened for me, dude. Like yeah, I, it, parties me neither. that I went to were not were not a part of college at I all. I think I just I I would have enjoyed the US college experience more than I did in the UK. The UK culture just i didn't fit in there that was really difficult so i would yeah i would actually agree that's one of the biggest disappointments was my entire three years of i didn't like people like oh you will make your best friends in college and i made very like i made certainly one very very close friend uh, at university in the uk another one and well two really close friends but most of my closest friends are still from high school and from after college so i would i mean in three years, I made two close friends and everyone else I barely talked to. I mean, there are people who I would want to reach out to, but I don't, you know, they're just not a fixture in my life at the moment. 
yeah, I mean, it was overall incredibly disappointing. But anyway, besides college and, of course, the inevitable continual disappointment and rejection of being an actor, professional actor, I'm going to say this. Going on several dates with someone, and it's going great, and then you find out that they're a cat person instead of a dog person. <laughs> that, I'm not kidding, man. That's very disappointing. Because it yeah. automatically... Like, as much as like it doesn't make me not want to hang out with them anymore, obviously, I'm all, that's not the deciding factor. It kind of is, though. It's an underlying thing that I automatically, in my brain, I'm like, well, I guess this is not going to be forever. Then. Like, even if I'm looking for something really serious, really long term, in my brain, if they're, if they're a cat person, I'm like, well, you know, that like we're not as compatible as we could be. Some underlying part of you, the the part of you that was able to think it was okay to not tell me you have a cat, just is wrong. It's wrong with me, and I cannot stand it. I don't know what it is, but maybe I just am more attractive to cat people than dog people because there's so many people who I date, who I go on dates with, who end up being cat people. It's 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 disproportionate, and I don't like it. I think women are more so drawn to cats than men. Men like having somebody to depend on, like having somebody to care and nurture, which is dogs. Dogs are dumb. Dogs men need, need love. Guidance. Men, men need, need love. Love and, women, and support of a God dog. Bless them. Women, and again, hate women to need someone as cold hearted as them. Oh, like wow. No, 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 no. I was going to say self sufficient. Self sufficient. <laughs> Don't put me in that category. Goodness gracious. All right, let's move along before we get even worse off. Uh, biggest disappointments, but we'll just go with random stuff. We, we, this could even be a part of like life as well. I definitely want to go here first. It's no, okay, it's on. no secret on the, my love for Arnold Palmer's. I love Arnold Palmer's. So you've I, said. I'm a heathen for them. I will sell out many things. Yes, I, the things I would do for a good Arnold Palmer are disgusting. Oh, God, I love him. Um, but so the biggest disappointment in my life, I'm sure that you're familiar with this, David. There's an Arizona iced tea brand called Arnold Palmer. And the reason why it is is that they've aligned with Arnold Palmer. They've gotten his permission to use his name and likeness. So it's on the bottle. It's on the thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So they go out and produce this thing called Arnold Palmer iced tea. And it's an Arnold Palmer. But it is one of the most disgusting renditions of an Arnold Palmer I've ever tasted. It is an atrocity to the name of Arnold Palmer. It is an atrocity to the taste of what an Arnold Palmer should be. It's tea. is It's all sugar. I, um, it's just pure. No, you stop it. I swear uh, to God, I would go over to the <laughs> Netherlands right now and slap the shit out of you. You stop I, it I right like, now. I like it. <laughs> God, I hate you. You're the reason why evil exists in this world. It's a bad Arnold Palmer. It's a bad Arnold. It's sugar. It's nothing but sugar. There's no tea in it. It's just an okay. excuse for like bitter lemonade. Okay. All right. It's a it's atrocious. All right. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Your Disneyland. Turn. I honestly oh, yes. found it quite disappointing. It was as far as amusement parks go for adults. I, like, there's so many better options than Disneyland. Wow, we are getting controversial. But yes, I mean, I agree with this you. This entire but... episode could be a bite me. No, no I, kidding. I, yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. It's just like the, the rides aren't that good. Yes, some of like a lot of the characters, because obviously Disney friggin' owns everything. So there's a lot of great characters and themed rides. But I went to the entire little Star Wars section that they have at Disneyland California, and it sucked. I mean, okay, no, no, no. I'll say this. It was the area was awesome and the and the way they uh designed it was was great. But the rides, which at the end of the day, for me is the biggest reason to go to an amusement park is the rides. I love the thrills. They sucked. They were terrible. They were not good. And so, yes, there were highlights. There was good stuff. But I just think that your money is better spent on mm, a simpler amusement park with more thrill rides. I think Disneyland, more so than a lot of the other theme parks, relies on nostalgia to oh, yeah. get, oh, yeah. get you to enjoy. Because imagine I would if say you were... the same thing about Universal. Because they have Maybe. about it as, as many decent rides as disney do like there's some fun ones like the mummy is a great ride it's a lot of fun regardless of if you've seen it if you go to universal in orlando then there's other great rides there there's the hulk roller coaster there's rip ride rocket there's a few there's some good rides but for the most part the rides are all those virtual reality like where you there aren't there isn't actually any g-forces involved it's just sort of like a chair that wobbles you around and then there's like you have like 3d glasses on and it shows you like you're in the harry potter castle or something like it's mildly entertaining at best whereas if you go to that's very fun bush gardens for example or or king's island in cincinnati ohio these are just ones that i've been to i'm sure there's many others that actually have a lot of roller coasters that's a good time that is a good time. That's how I want. That's the kind of amusement park that I want to go to. All right. I don't your, care if Mickey Mouse isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> your last little disappointment in life. All here. right. I'm going to just say this, just tag this in with it because these are both food. New York pizza. It wasn't bad, but based on how like much it had been hyped up, it was so disappointing. I was like, this is it. This is what everyone's been going crazy about. But we've been over that before. And uh, then <laughs> Whataburger in Texas. Ah, yes. I tried Whataburger and man, is it, a, is it the most mediocre average thing I've ever had in my life? It was so disappointing compared to In-N-Out, you know, In-N-Out or do not trust even Shake Shack. Yeah. Oh, Shake Shack's fantastic. You need to go uh, enjoy the, the things and levels. You need McDonald's first, Whataburger's to step up. Then go to In-N-Out, then go to Shake Shack. That's the order, so that way you get maximum value and maximum appreciation of your burgers. Those are the official ranks of those burgers in that order, with Shake Shack being the best, McDonald's being the most average. Oh, I think In-N-Out is 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 the best, in my opinion. Have you and you've but had I Shake do Shack? Love Shake Shack? Oh yeah, yeah, loads of times. Uh, it's very Shake it's Shack always it's a it's they're very greasy though. I, I can agree with that. Like there's there's an excessive amount of grease in the in the I, Shake Shack I burger. Agree. I, I do love the mushroom um the mushroom thingy. Shake. No the mushroom shake. <laughs> the mushroom shake? No. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Uh but well, yeah, no, I In N Out for me is is prima as far as fast food burger places go, In N Out is fantastic. But but yeah, Whataburger, I I just heard such a, a big thing about it from people from Texas, but you know what? People from Texas are just obsessed with Texas, and they don't know what's uh, what's Do good for them. Do not trust so. people that have a cat 
and say that Whataburger is better than In-N-Out because those are those two things are factually incorrect. You 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 should not have a cat and you should not have <laughs> Whataburger. Anyway, yes, these are the rules I, that I live by. Yes, and and by God, it's what we need to live by as a as a country, a nation, and a world. All right, last one for me. Uh, you know what was disappointing, and this might sound weird, but getting a car, and here's why. First of all, when you're young and you're like getting a car, you like you only associate it with freedom, right? You're thinking of like, man, I can go to this party. I can go. To, I can stop asking for rides. Yada yada yada. Here's the thing: between having to save up to buy a car or enough for a down payment at least, then making said payments. Oh wait, here comes insurance. Oh, you want air conditioning and it randomly breaks and you know nothing about cars? There's an easy two grand somewhere. Not to mention gas. It it very easily piles up to become less and less freedom driven and more and more just a responsibility. And Lord help you, Lord help you if you actually like cars and then it just becomes like a a, a very expensive little hobby that you have. Cars, while yes, I do do enjoy having a car and the freedom that it entails, the, the payment and the like adulthood that comes along with it is subtle but strong. And it is disappointing to say the least. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I, I don't know. I, I guess we can use Sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. That's right, it's time for Bite Me, our mini-segment this week, and I've got a good one. It is on theme with the time of year, and y'all are gonna hate it. Halloween is past and Christmas is coming up, and therefore I'm talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas. I did promise this several episodes back. The Nightmare Before Christmas sucks. It is a terrible movie, the music is irritating, I just, I don't understand how people connect with it. It is not a good, it's too Christmassy for Halloween. It's too, way too Halloween-y for Christmas. It sucks. I do not like it. And I hate when people talk about it like it is the greatest thing they've ever seen. I do not like Nightmare Before Christmas. Bite me. Living in Arizona, and we are now slowly making our way beyond summer. It's obvious to see sometimes that people don't have the funds, don't have the ability to build an in-the-ground pool, and that's fine. But where you cross the line is when you get an above-ground pool. You know why? It's because above-ground pools suck. What do they do for you? They're just a big extended bath. That's all they are. And yes, I understand you can make the same point for a pool, but here's the difference. The pool, you can add texture to it. You can add seashells if you so want. You can add a slide. You can add this. You can add that. But an above-ground pool, not only does it have the capability of possibly washing out and then just falling apart everywhere. You mean like one of those those 
inflatable pools or inflatable pools uh, if it's like an actual like professional out of the ground pool i don't care which way it is if it's an above ground pool it's lame it's not cool you're just going inside of like a little self-contained container like a bunch of anchovies and you know what if you don't agree with me bite me all right and so for the once more to brighten the subject a little bit up uh, brighten up the subject a little bit, excuse me. We're going to flip the script, talk about things that we expected to be meh and turned out to be friggin' awesome. So I'm going to start here and I'm going to go cinema because kind of had to. Now, I didn't look too in depth into my movie database, but I did mm-hmm. immediately think of Wonder Woman because based on uh, yes. all the DC movies, which are mostly very at, at best average Wonder Woman, I haven't seen the second one because I'm afraid that it won't be as good, <laughs> but I will see it eventually, I'm sure. The first Wonder Woman turned out really good as far as superhero movies go, and especially as far as DC movies go, I really enjoyed it. I thought that one of the more appropriate things was um, that that really didn't disappoint was living out in California. Uh, I realized that perhaps for each person, myself included, Hoffman, you're with me on this. Hollywood disappoints. Hollywood oh, yeah. specifically <laughs> disappoints. Yeah. But quite frankly, living there does not disappoint. I mean, sure, there are things that suck just as much as anywhere else. Uh, I'll taxes, say this. parking. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll say this. Hollywood was was really exciting for because I came from Europe, living in Hollywood the first year that I was in LA, I lived in Hollywood. And yeah, it had perks. There was always something to do. It was exciting. It felt like a movie. But after that year, I was happy, happy to move out of Hollywood because it really sure. is dirty, gross, touristy. Meh. But even then, California itself, you... It's not until you're walking around like mid-December still without a jacket and and it's like perfect weather and everything. And it's like the two days of the year where you're like, oh, wow, it's bad weather today. That's kind of weird. Uh, that's unusual to when you say to yourself, hmm, wow, California. Yeah. Way to go. I, so California, yeah. it, I approve of that message. Absolutely go ahead, with you. Uh, California is one of just I, I one of my favorite places. I, I, I miss it very much. Anyway. I, I, I'm going with football and I'm talking about American football, not, not soccer. I, I can't, I don't care for that much, but football is a sport that I never thought I would like 10, 12 years ago. Always. I grew up with rugby. Rugby is my love. It is the greatest sport ever and that'll never change. However, I never expected to like football as much as I do. And, and it really is, it has become a, I'm I'm sort of I'm all in it man I'm 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 invested I I follow it so closely now and it is very exciting it's I love the hype around it it's fantastic it's a good sport and I would recommend it to a lot of people you just have to you have to stop coming at it from the perspective of soccer where everything's free flowing and you watch sort of 45 minutes straight of action and when I say action, it's kind of boring action, but it's action in quotes. Right. Football, yes, there's a lot of stoppages. You have to deal with the commercial breaks. However, stop thinking of it like soccer and start thinking of it like a chess game. And then you will start to respect it a lot more. I, I know I say this and people roll their eyes, but it's the greatest soap opera ever. 
because there are real life consequences, real life teams, real life people involved, but it plays out. And some of the stuff that happens, you would not be able to write it out unless it happened in football because you, people just wouldn't believe it. It comes across as too cheesy and corny. Anyways, last thing for me, things that lived up to the hype or even just surpassed it. Broadway, man. Broadway, I had expectations going in and it's really, unless you like live in New York, I'd imagine, and are just a theater snob and you just, you're so jaded to it. There's really not a bad Broadway show. If you make it onto Broadway, even the bad ones, even like Spider-Man, No Way From Home or whatever, or uh, I or Turn Out the Lights, whatever the friggin' Yeah, like, I don't remember. Even the bad ones, man. The fact that they made it to Broadway and they're with that talent, somebody's fulfilling their dream and who's that talented, even the bad ones are still phenomenal, man. Like, it's, I don't know how you could go to your first Broadway show and be disappointed unless it's like you didn't see like the one performer you wanted to see. But even then, the talent is just outrageous. The show qualities are too good. The prices are are hefty, but yeah, it's it's so, so freaking good. I've only seen one show on Broadway, but it was fantastic. And the most exciting thing of all is the game. And we have arrived at that very moment in the show. And I am delighted to welcome on a guest who's been on here before twice. And now he's he's here and we're actually able to see him because of our our software upgrade some time ago it is alex welcome back alex thank you very much i feel like third installment you know tend to be good revenge of the sith uh return of the king that, that that's the level we're shooting for right yes and certainly not uh the rise of skywalker certainly no no, <laughs> no. very very good uh good but, caveat. but that you know that was the third installment of third installments mm. in that Saga. So third installment exception so, is what gets right. you. Yeah, it it crossed it crossed, it crossed the, the streams <laughs> and exactly <laughs> and resulted in just the 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 ca- the catastrophe that it was. Anyway, Alex, welcome back. You've been on twice. You've you've been fairly successful, even if even in cases where you didn't win, you've always managed to impress. So we're delighted to have you back. And we've got a few That's questions what, what for, you. for Yes, you. we do. Uh, let us start with me because I get to absolutely. Uh, my first question here, Alex. What is something in the world that you find to be lame? Could be anything. Man buns, trolleys, Twizzlers, whatever you think of. Can it be abstract or does it have to be a thing? Uh, yeah, maybe Just whatever your interpretation was. Lack, lack of enthusiasm, I find to be lame. You know what? That, that fits. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that, that that aligns with your worldview of, of me. Yes, yes. And no, that's not a bad thing, obviously. Huh? Go ahead, Hoffman. All right, my question. Well, actually, I have two here because anyway, Um, but I'm going to pick one. Mm-hmm. Should people respect their elders? Is, is it a yes or no question? Well, I mean, you can explain if you want. I, I think yes, but only to the extent that you have you should respect any person, right? Like I don't think any particular level of respect should be referred to elders versus youngers. Fair enough. I'm gonna go to end my last question here. Alex, if someone offered you ten million dollars USD, ten million dollars, uh, to get as jacked as Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> within five years. Okay. One. Would you at least try, 
And two, do you think you could do it? Five years. Uh, one, definitely would at least try, I think. And and two, could I do it? Uh, was the yardstick Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Because I couldn't do that for sure. But uh, Yeah, the yardstick is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, I mean, I, I guess... I mean, in... how much steroids are you willing to use, Alex? I yeah, guess I mean, that's what I was thinking. Like also... $10 million buys a lot of steroids in theory. So uh... I mean, body body types still exist, though. So you can't just exactly. change your body type. Genetically, I'm not predisposed to reach quite, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dwayne The Rock Johnson level. So y- yes and no in succession would be my answer to those questions. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's go ahead and scurry along to our game and to key in on the theme of disappointments. I'm going to disappoint you by just bringing along a plain old game called Higher or Lower. Of course, the concept of the game goes exactly with the title. You will have to guess whether a number is the true number of something is higher or lower than the one given to you. Now, Alex, do you have a preference on who your competitor will be in the first of your two rounds playing with us? Uh, I'll play against David in the first round. Phenomenal. That means that my game is first. And uh, let's go along. Of course, Hoffman, we both have skipping stones to utilize in this game. uh, And keep that in mind. No need to use it. Oh, I don't. I didn't think I did. Oh, oh, I do. That's right. That's right. You do. I don't. Phenomenal. All right. So. On par with disappointing in our theme, I am coming to you with a game, of course, that uh, is, well, it's including of disappointment. So I have a list here of the most disappointing movies according to Chillopedia.com, a beacon of cinematic knowledge, I'm sure. I will be giving you either the rating of the audience or critics score of that same film from Rotten Tomatoes. That rating number will be wrong, of course, but it will be both your jobs to correctly identify if the rating is too high or too low from the actual number. Oh, and for shits and gigs, the rating that I do not give you, a la if I give you the critics score or if I give you the audience score, the one that I did not give you, you'll have the opportunity to uh, identify And if you do so and get it within 2% of the actual, excuse me, 3% of the actual number, you will then get a half a point boost to your overall score. Shall we begin? Let's do it. All right, Alex, you go first here. Ghostbusters 2, the critics score that I will be giving you is 42%. Is the actual number higher or lower then 42% for Ghostbusters 2. I've never seen it, and I imagine this is one where the sequel was regarded as worse than the original, just purely based on pattern, right? But uh, I'm going to go with higher critic score because 42% seems quite quite low, and it's still got Bill Murray and the rest in it, right? So, you know, it's got something speaking for it. Makes sense. Hoffman? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely think 40, uh, 42's tough. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow suit and go higher. All right. You both are correct. It is indeed higher at 53%. Now, Alex, you guessed correctly first, so you get to go first. What was the audience, audience's score uh, in percentages? Ooh, and this is one, too, where it came out way before Rotten Tomatoes, right? So it's a modern-day audience, presumably, rating this movie. I'm going to say, like, 77%. 77%. Hoffman? I'm going to say 69. 
69. Hoffman, you were closer to the idea going lower, but it was only 61%. So neither one of you gets ah. a boost there. You remain tied at one point. point excuse me. All right. Aliens 3, Hoffman. Aliens mm. 3. I'm going to give you the audience score of 33%. 33%. Higher or lower? Higher or lower than 33%. Aliens 3. Uh, I'm going to say... 33 is quite low. I'm going to say higher than 33. Okay. Alex, have you seen Aliens 3 perchance? I have not seen. I don't think I've seen a single <laughs> I haven't Aliens either. movie. Maybe one I, like 10 years ago. I think I saw um, Prometheus and that was about it. <laughs> I, I've seen, I've seen Pr Prometheus and the original Alien. Ah. I might have seen the Alien v Predator mashup thing. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Fantastic. I mean, I had, I had a friend, my, my best uh, childhood friend was a massive fan of both the Aliens and Predator films. So I should have seen uh, more of them, uh, but no, I'm going to go. I'm going to, uh, you know, thirty-three uh, percent differentiate myself from David and go lower. And with that, one of you takes a lead, and that someone is actually Hoffman, who uh, did indeed guess it correctly. It is higher at forty-seven percent for the audience score. Now, Hoffman, you get a chance to solo guess on the critics' score. What percentage did the critics? Give it. I think I'm going to say 25%. 25% for the critics. You are incorrect. It was at 45%. So much closer oh, in line to really? what the audience wow. thought. Yes, yes. Next one, a fan favorite, I'm sure. Alex, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> we're going to go with the, we're going to go with the critics score at 22%. 22%, Alex, higher or lower? Uh, than 22 Higher, for sure i i think if i don't remember incorrectly i think it wasn't as critically panned like in the original reviews that come out you know in the week that the movie's coming out it wasn't actually as criticized as popular history now remembers it to be so no higher for sure higher for sure i'm gonna i'm gonna agree even though even though it's it's not because I think that the cr the critical reviews at the time because i think in the in the time since would be reflected in the in this website that phil's getting his information from however i think it i still think it would be higher you said 22 phil i said 22 yes for the i still critics. think it would be higher than 22 22 seems quite low so i'm gonna go higher as well and you both are correct it was much higher it was at 52 percent for the critics now we go to the audience score, gentlemen, and you both get to guess. I believe I started with Alex. So Alex, yet again, you draw the short straw here. What would you like to guess for the percentage for the audience? 63%. 63% Hoffman. I'm going to say 55%. Wow. You both missed it. But barely. If it were by four percentage points, you both would have gotten it. It's at 59%. It's literally 59. right in the middle. That is astounding. Wow. Absolutely. So with that, Hoffman leads three to two. And with only two left to go, I'm going to start out with Hoffman for both of these, presumably, or at least for the until uh, Alex gains back some ground. So yeah. next one goes to uh, David, your favorite film, I'm sure, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> uh what, what am i what did you you're say guessing it was? For, yeah you're guessing for the audience score 42 percent higher or okay. lower at 42 percent i think it's higher i think higher i think uh i think i think people people liked it in a very guilty sort of way <laughs> <laughs> all right alex david went higher on 42 percent where do you go uh higher as well yeah 
He sticks with higher, and with that, he gains no ground, but neither of you gain a point either. It is actually lower, painfully really? lower, at 41%. 41%. Wow. <laughs> so just under, just a tick under. Last one, and we'll, again, we'll start with you, David. The score is 3-2, to two, right? The score is 3-2. to two. Alex, you only have one way to catch up, and it's by yeah. hoping to God that David guess, is wrong. guesses is wrong. Yes, yeah, so we'll start out, and this one's close. This one is going to be close as well, and it's going to be difficult, I hope. Batman and Robin... It's going to be a cold day in hell for you, Batman. Oh, I love it. It's so it kind bad. Kind of transitioned into good. fat bastard there from a little Austin bit at the Powers. end, there, but I digress. <laughs> for you, Batman. <laughs> no, uh, critics score, and I'm going to start it at thirteen percent. Thirteen percent for Batman and Robin oh, Hoffman. Is this the one with George Clooney? This is the one with yes. George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, uh, I, and everybody else under the sun. I'm going to say lower. He's going <laughs> lower. And Alex? And I'll go higher because that's the only chance I that's have. That's the only of, uh, chance he has. Unfortunately, David did hit it correctly. It is lower. It's ah. at 12%. David, for wow. and gigs, do you want to uh, guess the critics score percentage? Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say 21%. Ah, uh, you uh you miss. Uh, it is at 16% for the critics. 16 hmm. for, or, sorry for the audience, for the audience, I'm sorry. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough, yeah. Not a good movie. <laughs> yes, not a good movie at all. David, go ahead. Uh, victorious, go to your game. In the spirit of disappointments, the biggest disappointment of all, myself. Oh, oh. boy. <laughs> Self-deprecating humor, that's all. And so I themed this entire quiz around myself. You guys are both close friends of mine. You both okay. know me quite well, or so you would so you would have me believe. So all <laughs> these questions are about me. And our first question. How many countries have I visited thus uh, far in my life? Is it higher or lower than 26? Alex, we're going to, we'll go to you first. Higher. I feel like I've heard you say the number at some point, and I feel like it was in the high 20s. And you might have All visited right. another country since then. Who knows? I'm curious, David, does it count if you have a, like a, a, a holdover? But you never actually go out and are you counting Only if that? I've left the airport. Okay. Okay. Because mm -hmm. I was going to say, then it's definitely higher. Um, but if it's at 26, I do think it is indeed higher. I'm going to go higher. Probably like 28, 29. You are both wrong. It was 22. Mm. Unfortunately, since going to Mozambique for the first time in 2017? No. 16? I don't remember. 15? I can't. I, just, I haven't visited any new country since then. It's very depressing. Anyway. Get on that. Now, I, I, I'm going to follow suit. And with the exception of the last question, depending on when Phil chooses to, when or if Phil chooses to use a skipping stone, if we even get to the last oh, question, yes, that's right. you guys can guess what the actual number was and you can get a, an extra half a point. So. Exquisite. Alex, do you want to go, you want to guess first what the actual number was? Didn't you just say 22? You just said 22. Did I? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> did we get the point still? <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> All right. I will not say the correct answer in the future. I'm not even drunk this time. Anyway. Sure. Sure. 
All right, Phil, we go to you first this time. How many U.S. states have I visited thus far in my life, higher or lower than 10? Okay, again, does it count if you've left the car or not? Like, what, what are we, because I know you drove through, like, all yeah, of Yeah, I have to have gotten out of, <laughs> gotten out of the car. Looked around a bit, I guess. Um, higher or lower than 10? Oh, it's painfully close. Um, I'm going to say higher. Okay. Alex, what do you think? Uh, I'll reverse the strategy. I'll, I'll, I'll say lower. I feel like you know, California is a big state. Uh, the other states you've been to are big states. You, you wouldn't have traversed too many of the sort of... I, I don't know how much time you spent on the East Coast. Like I, that, That's the, the crux of it, right? If you've, if you've spent mm. a lot of time crisscrossing between New York and Boston and Philadelphia and all of that, then you would have hit the number probably. But I'll say lower. One of you is correct. And that person is Phil. It was higher, but I won't say the correct answer. I was about to. Uh, Phil, you'll, you'll get to guess first. What is the actual answer? Actual number is, oh, I either have 11 or 13 in my mind. I'm going to go with 13. I'll say 11. Okay, well, unfortunately, the correct answer is 14. So very ah, close, Phil. Very dang close. it. Dang it. But you do have one point, Alex. You have no points thus far. Question three. Coming from behind for the victory. For how many years of my life did I play on a rugby team? Is it higher or lower than seven? Oh. Seven years of my life. So it's Alex, not consecutive years, I presume. That, that doesn't matter. Yes, okay, they okay. are consecutive, but... Mm, I'm going to say lower. Lower than seven. I'm going lower as well. All right, both correct. Both correct. Yeah. You both get a point. Alex, you may hazard a guess as to what the actual number of years is. I think you played all through university. So that's three years. And if I'm not wrong, you were on a team the last year of high school as well. Four years? Four years sound wrong. I'm going to say five years. I was going to... Okay. Dang, I was going to say five years as well, and I don't feel like moving. So five years as well. All right. You both get half a point. That is exactly right. Five nice. years. The last hey. two years of high school, I played at a club here in the Netherlands, and then I played all three years of university. Well done, Alex. Reminder, don't say Phil, we don't know you. <laughs> reminder, Phil, you do still have a skipping stone. Oh, that's right. Yes. All right. This is a fantastic question, if I do say so myself. I'm ready on to skip. What, <laughs> on what day in August of 2019 did you two meet? Is it a day higher or lower than the 22nd? Can we consult calendars? <laughs> Just to know weekdays and things. I say no. no. I, don't know. I mean, we shouldn't. I, that's definitely cheating, no. to, to be sure. Um, who's, uh, who's answering first? Oh, uh, we are going to fill first. Damn it. Um, you can skip. I can, but it seems foolish to do so. I'm going to go... Oh man, that's COVID. Like everything in COVID just no, just is no, no, one no. Lump. This is pre-COVID. Oh, that's right. That is right. That is right. That is right. Okay. Um, when was that? That had to be August. Had... I did say August of 2019, <laughs> but it's yes. what day in August of 2019? Right, of higher course. Or lower I, I know when 20... that is. But I'm, like when in my life was I doing on that? I probably had to be then August. I'm gonna guess lower. Lower than the 22nd. 
Alex? I feel like I've had an unfair advantage given that it was a, definitely a bigger deal in my life to like go on vacation to California than it was uh, as much an, of an impression as I'm sure I've made on, on Phil. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure it wasn't as momentous, um, but I think it was later in the month, so higher date, right? Like late, later than the right. 22nd of August. You both went in different directions. One of you is correct. And he ties the game. Alex, you are correct. It was later. Everybody likes Later than the 22nd. And and uh, Phil, you will get the chance to gain a half a point. How much later? What date was it? Do I go first? Well, you guessed first. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not doing the thing that you did where you have to get the question right in order to get the bonus point. I, I, I see. Either one of you can have a chance to get the bonus point. Right. I'm going to guess the 26th. All right. Alex. I'll say 27th. 27th. Bang on. Well done. There you go. Oh, so you take dear. a slim lead. You are three points to two and a half. Ooh, it's hotting up. It's hotting up. Quest it is hotting up. It is question five now. Which is my favorite hand in poker? Oh, is it higher or lower than a flush? Oh, and uh, this time we go to Alex first. It's higher. High, my, it's not not the best one. My favorite one. Is it higher uh, or lower than a flush? Oh, hold on. Oh, geez. See, I've heard you and Yegor just have a lot of fun with this at some point. But the name escapes me. Um, higher or lower than a flush? Uh, no, higher. Definitely higher. Okay, Phil, what do you think? A lower than a flush would be a straight trips or two pair and then high card. So, I mean, I doubt that it's high. Well, could be high card. You are cheeky. Um, <laughs> so I will go. The best way to win a poker hand. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, uh, I have nothing. I have a jack high. Uh, you know what? And just you know, because, Phil, you don't technically, you, you can, you, you're only half a point down, so you could pick the same one. You just would have I to could. rely on guessing. I, could. Just, I, I think it's lower, though. For some reason, something's telling me lower, and I'll, I'll give you my guess with when and if I'm correct. It is higher, oh, unfortunately. All right. Which means that, Alex, you win, you have a resounding victory, four points. And you guys can uh, take the opportunity now can to I guess extend what my lead. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hold I, on, hold on. He can't. He, I, he, I could still win. I could still tie it. Can you? No, that, that was the last question. Oh, damn it! In, yeah, that was the last <laughs> so question. Unless you wanted to one. use your skipping stone, which you didn't. Oh, I thought that I had one more question in me. All right, never mm. mind. Commiserations. All right. Well, uh, well, hold on a second, Alex. <laughs> yeah. What? What was? What is the? What is the? The hand. I think it's a straight flush. Okay, Philip. Let's go with the full house. Full house is correct. Yeah. Really? I love a full house. Yeah. Always, I, I, I love uh, like aces You're so full welcoming. Of you love having guests over <laughs> during the party. I also love that that uh, the guy in Casino Royale who goes full house, full house. <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch that movie. Actually, it's very good. It holds up well. Um, no, no time yeah, to die the final it. question was: How much do I weigh? Higher or lower than eighty-eight kilograms? Or for you, Phil, one hundred and ninety-four pounds? That was your that was your skip question. Well, if I'd have gone higher, I swear I would have said all muscle, my friend, all muscle. 
what would yeah. you what would you have said what would i have said i would have said uh 184 that's that's a bit much you 194 194 yeah you're you're lean man you are lean running machine i'm gonna go lower alex higher yeah, or lower than 88 lower than 88 kilograms yeah, you're not yeah that correct much. obviously Heavier lower and i haven't weighed myself recently i just i know that i'm lower than 88 uh kilograms like so, so i don't actually know the correct number anyway but i also kind of want to do a tiebreaker here how long in months was my longest relationship phil you first Ooh, what's that chick from florida so just... nobody ever from florida no <laughs> point one months <laughs> point jesus uh, <laughs> in months six hours <laughs> let's go with ooh, 15 months all right alex okay I, I should be able to work this out from first principles um from first principles you're such a nerd uh, uh da, 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 da. i think it's definitely less than two years and more than one year uh, I'm going to go ahead and say 16 months. Well, smart strategy. Uh, and you would have been, you would have won. The correct answer is 22 months. So oh, yes, wow. yeah. less than, less than two years, but close to it. Nice. Nice. Well, Alex, I'm so glad you were able to work your, your wits on me and beat me. Uh, thank you so much for that. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, absolutely. But uh, in all sincerity, appreciate it. Yes, uh, Alex, it's always a pleasure having you on and it's always a pleasure having something to read. What are you going to uh, are you going to have a finger's worth of something and then enjoy a, a nice book behind you tonight? No, I think I'm uh, alas, I am heading back to work uh, after this. It's one of those Monday nights. Um, ah, yes. And, and also, th this is the terrible thing about having a big bookshelf is I have actually only read about half of them, I think, and, and I will not read the entirety of the bookshelf in my lifetime most likely ah I, sorry like a last question here did do other people give them to you or did you at some point say like oh i'm interested in this and let me add it to the show I, i'm just over ambitious like i go into a bookshop mm. and i'm like i'd love to read that book and then i'll read you know my, my girlfriend hates me for this because i'll read sort of 20 pages in a book and then move on to the next one because that one's interesting oh. uh and in oh. my mind i'm going to finish all of them at some point but in my heart i know that uh never going to happen all right well alex <laughs> thank you right. so much for joining us and uh we'll yeah go. if you do you have anything that you want to plug before you leave alex uh nothing at all um just have a have a lovely november hope uh hope everybody's having having some nice weather ahead of and and make good plans for the holidays and things yeah we have very devoted fans alex what what would you advise them to get a tattoo of in order to commemorate your time on the podcast oh that's a very good question um i think i think a, a massive bookshelf is the only answer it's just a the full back answer. tattoo oh, wow. uh, and you can put your whole see that could be a cool idea for a tattoo though like a, a bookshelf that you add add to progressively as you in, in the same way people get tattoos of world maps and add countries as they visit them just do an ever-expanding bookshelf on your back. You know, Alex, that's actually... I think we've stumbled upon something here that is a legend. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. How, do we, how do we copyright tattoos? I don't think it's possible. But we will find a way, and we will get on to the scores here. Alex beat the shit out of me, so therefore I go down to 14 and 20. David reigned victorious over Alex, and he goes to 15 and 19.
that slaps. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, I, I actually really expected that you were going to bring us in there, Phil, and that's why I came in late there. Um, yeah, my uh, speaking of late, my song this week is called Late to the Party, and it's by hmm. M-A... M-I-M-A-M-I-M-E-I. E-M-E-I. It's M-M-A. M-E-I-M-E-I. No, not M-E-I. It's M-E-I. So it's E-I at the end. M-A. Anyway, it's called Late to the Party. And I came across it. It's like, I think she's actually truly a small time trying to make it big artist. And I think this song is blowing up. But if you haven't heard it yet, you should check it out. It's actually kind of a jam. So I, I recommend this. This is the true spirit of That Slaps. It is a song that there's a good chance you haven't heard before. Late to the Party by M.A. It Slaps. Of course it's a bit of a jam. If it's going on the list, it's a bit of a freaking jam. Put it on some toast. We go to mine and in the line of disappointments, I'm going to disappoint one David Hoffman who already knows who already knows that he will not want to add this too to the Spotify playlist. But you will have to, because I'm officially putting it in there. Damaged by Danity Kane is a song that slaps, and you'll recognize it when you hear it, David. And I realize right now you are filled with confusion. You are filled with confusion. But it is a great, great song. It is. You will be disappointed that it's included into the playlist. But damn if it don't slap. As always, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. And we have a few other thank yous. First of all, to Jake Corlang and Cass and Crossland for the music that you hear on this show. Thank you, of course, to Tara Amstutz and Josh Hans for their wonderful contributions to the show. We really appreciate you guys, and we love seeing your work each and every episode. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at powwow underscore podcast. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, just not Pandora. Because screw you, Pandora. Screw you. If a bear in the woods, is anyone around to smell it? Mm-hmm.